Hello? Mom? Yeah, Mom, I'm I'm in the middle of starting a live stream here. What do you what do you need to tell me? DK Metcalf is him? I, I know that, Mom. CD Lamb is also him? Yeah, I know that too, Mom. I'm in the middle of a live stream. Meatloaf? Okay, we'll do it live after the show. The fantasy football show, the DK Metcalf recap show, the CD Lamb double digit reception recap show. The Zach Charbonnet, very proud of him, got injured, knee injury. We'll break that down. That show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news breaks. Live whenever news breaks, live after the games. And boy, were we gifted. An amazing Thursday game. We've been we've been sitting here uh, kind of, I think, you know, blessed a little bit for Thursday night games. They've been better than last year. And Monday night games have been pretty bad. But this Thursday game was solid. This game was amazing. And it didn't seem like it was going to be that good for the Seattle Seahawks side of the football. But boy, did the Seahawks come to prove everybody wrong. I don't know how I feel about them going forward. They've been struggling quite a bit. But wow, did we have a fantastic performance where I don't think anybody could have walked away upset at this game unless you own Zach Charbonnet and you sat him, which is understandable. We had a bunch of questions that were very close calls. Admitting, I'm admitting right now that I there are a lot of 50-50 calls where I said, okay, go Charbonnet, and 50-50 calls where I said, maybe don't go Charbonnet against Dallas. Then he gets injured. That's the only real negative here. Charbonnet, uh, here's the latest news on Charbonnet's knee injury. Then we're getting to DK and CD Lamb. Charbonnet, doubtful knee injury. He went into the blue tent, immediately was ruled out, went to the locker room. Never a good sign when they immediately rule out a player or, or make them doubtful to return right away. And they take you straight to the locker room after examining the knee in the tent. So could be a meniscus injury, could be something, but uh, we'll get to that in a second. What we need to discuss is a man known as DK Metcalf pulling in. I think he had two touchdowns, 103 or 104 yards on three catches at one point during the game. DK ended up with six receptions, three, not one, not two, not two, three tutties and one thirty four in the air doing it live. And, and and I have to say what what a magnificent what a magnificent man DK Metcalf is what a magnificent man hold on I gotta get back to this this let me let me get back to this real quick this scene here I I don't know if my mics are are working I don't want to go on a rant and the mics are not working properly but goodness gracious people we witnessed a man we witnessed we witnessed a man become a man. <laughs> this man turned into another kind of man on Thursday Night Football. He was possessed. He was possessed against one of the best defenses in the NFL. A defense that in some scoring formats scored minus points today. Negative points, I think. Rock out. I saw a message in our, our group chat, which if any, any of you want to join, I've got group chats. One of them hit the subscribe button on Instagram for $4.99. You can get enough. A chat where we chat during any games. Anytime games are going, I'm in there talking. It's awesome. It's a little club. 
Um, and, and rock out in a different chat. I think it was the Marsman chat was like, I got minus one point from Dallas. That was crazy. No, no one saw that coming. You can't beat yourself up over starting Dallas from a defensive perspective. But DK Metcalf came in strong. Six for 134 and three. JSN had a touchdown overturned, which was unbelievably frustrating. This guy would have had probably about eight receptions for 90 yards, 85 yards, and a tutty. But instead, finished with a very respectable seven for 62. You started JSN, you're pretty happy. You're just frustrated if you actually watch the game and you want a box score Bobby. And you just say, oh, JSN, 7 of 62. He didn't look very good, I guess, because I'm a box score Bobby. And I just look at the box score like this right here. This is a box score. That's all I look at, Smitty. I didn't watch the whole game. I was forced to do dishes and go get the meatloaf supplies for the for the meatloaf for the week. I couldn't watch the game. I'm not allowed to watch the game. My name is Bobby. All right, prepare for take one. All right, action. He's a box score Bobby. He's a little sloppy. Box, box score, score Bobby. He's a box score Bobby. He's, he's, he's so sloppy. Bobby. Charbonnet had, we're not box score bobbies. We don't allow box score bobbies in this building. Charbonnet had a nice day. 99 total yards. Couldn't get to 100 because he got injured. But 99 total yards, 19 carries for 60. Wasn't great yards per carry. 3.2 a pop, but it was the Dallas Cowboys. And they fed him 19 totes. 19 totes, 60 yards, touchdown. Big reception, 1 for 39 Almost got into the end zone, got tackled right short of the end zone, uh, which ended up being what we thought was going to be a JSN touchdown, what we thought was going to be, uh, what was it, Fant? Who was it that got the second one? Then there was a, a timeout called, and then they throw another touchdown, and it was DK Metcalf. And so that that was tough t- to watch. Charbonnet almost had the touchdown score. This is a Look, we're on one side of the box score right now. We're box score bobbing one side of this box score at the current moment. And and goodness gracious, but uh, what, a, what a wonderful fantasy football outing. Let's go over to the Dallas Cowboys side. This was unbelievably amazing that Seattle was able to produce, produce this kind of fantasy football production for us on a Thursday against the Dallas Cowboys defense, which clearly they can be, they can be vulnerable at times, and they were tonight. To a man, actually, we didn't talk about Geno. Some of you had Geno Smith in your in your lineups. You had to go with Geno. Three thirty four, three TDs and one INT. Phenomenal day. Oh, did I forget to mention he also had a rushing touchdown? Geno might be the second, third, or fourth or first highest scoring quarterback for the week because he has four touchdowns, three TDs. 334, one rushing touchdown. Smitty put some respect on Geno Smith's name tonight. Okay, there you go. Geno to the moon. To the moon. Um, what a what a what a nice, nice outing out of Geno. Dallas uh, side of the football here. Dak Prescott. Three tutties. Almost had another rushing touchdown. He had 24 yards on the ground, but 299, three tutties. Tony Pollard. 
not amazing yards per carry, similar to Charbonnet in the, the low threes or uh, Tony Pollard 3.4, almost mid threes, but both of them were not on even the 3.5 level. So their yards per carry, a lot to be desired. But the fact that Charbonnet punched a, a tutty into the end zone and had, uh, what was it, how many yards was it, 70? It was, what was it, 60? 60 yards? Yeah, 60 yards for Charbonnet. 60 yards for Charbonnet. Pollard had a better ground game, but didn't have the long reception that uh, Sharps had. Pollard had a 15, 15 yards on three three catches, but Pollard had 68 yards. A total of, what is that? I went to college. 83 yards, I believe. 83 yards and a touchdown. Not a bad day at the office with three receptions. I'm proud of Pollard. Back-to-back -back weeks now with a touchdown and roughly 60, 70 yards on the ground, if I remember correctly from last week. That's good. That's a good day at the office. We'd love more, but I'm very proud of Pollard bouncing back, getting in the end zone. Back-to-back -back weeks, he's sniffing the end zone out. He knows where it is now. He knows where it is. Now he can return. They're feeding him just like a cat. You feed him, he'll come back. I think if you feed Pollard touchdowns, he'll come back to the end zone. I think next week... He comes back to the end zone. CeeDee Lamb, 12 catches. No, you didn't read that wrong. That is correct. That's not a typo. It's not two. It's not one. That's 12. 12 receptions, 116 in a tutty. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, wow, wow. What a, what a day. Ferguson, 77 yards, six receptions, and a touchdown. Tony Pollard, 68 to Tutty, 83 total yards. Again, the 15 receptions, or 15 receptions, I wish. 15 yards on three receptions, and Dak Prescott, very, very solid day. Solid day. Uh, five carries for uh, Rico, not really concerned when Pollard got 20 totes. They very, very much trust Pollard right now, and he scored. Not to mention, can I put a couple of the Tony Pollard doubters to, to bed right here and just say, say this? You're sitting here... You're sitting here talking and running your mouth about how Tony Pollard has, um, what did Pollard have, 15? Yeah, 15, so 83 yards total for Pollard. How I, I saw a couple of people in the comments of my Instagram on a Tony Pollard run that I put up where he had amazing vision on that reception where there was a, a, a he picked up the blitz, he, he, he fell to the ground blocking and saving Dak's life. And hobbles back up, and before he's even fully upright, Dak throws him the ball. So not only does he make a key block to save Dak's neck, but stands up after it. Dak's getting tackled by two or three other defenders that broke through, and he just throws the ball to Pollard. Pollard's barely standing up, grabs the ball, runs to the right, and uses elite vision to cut back and get a first down on a remarkable receiving play, a reception that I put on my Instagram. And a lot of box score bobbies were in there going, Pollard's lost his step, he doesn't have the vision. He look, look, it, you can say all you want that Pollard's box score, Bobby, was not great yards per carry. But if you watch the game and you aren't a box score Bobby, he was very much in elite vision mode. Now, there were times where he got the football and he got swarmed. Nothing you can do. You can't always blame yards per carry on the RB. Some of it's play call. Not just that it's bad blocking, but maybe the play call just was not a very smart play to get a lot of yards. Pre predictable rush, type stuff like that. That's why change of pace backs, like I always say, come in and rip off a 15-yard run because defenses are expecting when the change of pace backs in there to catch a football, uh, the running back to, for it to be a pass. 
and you know you do a draw play and there's wide open gaps and lanes not not the case with a, an every down between the tackle running back so he's going to have these games where he gets 3.4 you know 3.8 yards per carry that's what monty monty's got low yards per carry in all fairness monty probably would rip off more yards per carry if he was used rotationally and Gibbs was used strict, strictly under center. Let's be honest. So Pollard is running in a, in a capacity that that is going to be oftentimes giving you low yards per carry on, a, on several plays in a row, and then he uses elite vision to rip off these big runs or receptions. He had two specific plays in this game that showed elite vision and ability to navigate to open spaces, and one was that reception that's on my Instagram where he picked up the blitz, fell down, got back up. Dak was getting tackled by two other defensive linemen. He threw the football to, to Puller, who was just getting up after making a key block, runs right, zags left, finds the first down marker. Unbelievable vision. The second one was his touchdown. His touchdown rush where he absolutely looked fantastic on the run, showing elite vision, cutback ability, able to knife into the end zone, and Pollard has my respect, and I hope they keep feeding him, and I'm very excited for my Pollard value. All the buy-low values on Pollard, I think they they return solid uh, uh, value back to us because we bought low, right? There's no expectation of running back elite running back one value if you traded for Pollard on the cheap you got him well outside of top like eight running back value people were selling him as an RB2 I'm I'm loving that value I'm not saying he feels automatic top six running back material going forward or anything granted he had two back-to-back games of just 60-ish yards and a touchdown but I love the return on investment for anybody that went Tony Pollard shopping doing it live what a game what a game fantastic game super excited to talk to you guys about it i'll open the phone lines in a minute not quite yet so hang tight before you start dialing in let me hit these super chats we got two twenty dollar haulers immediately from mr ron navy we've got nate w dropping a two dollar hauler we got jfam dropping a 199 we got paul m dropping a two dollar hauler let me get those super chats on screen and then we will open up the phone lines as soon as I clear the super chats out. Ron Navy says Metcalf not bad for one dimensional wide receiver. Let's go. He he is very one dimensional. There's no doubt about it, but boy did they exploit his skill set all game long. Unbelievable day. This is the type of game DK can have. And then he can go back to not having much of a, a of a huge day, getting locked down. So he he still is a, he still is very much not a full fully tooled, uh, a versatile wide receiver to the tune of a CD Lamb, to the tune of a a JJ, to the tune of those guys. But boy, if you can toss the ball up to this guy, if you can call the right plays, unbelievable, unbelievable, and. To Nate's point, he's still young. He's still got a lot of room to improve. So it doesn't mean he'll always stay one-dimensional. But he he's very easily locked down. I mean, he, he, he's he got an amazing schedule for the most part. I think DK is going to be a nice little... Kind of feels like Mike Evans right now. Kind of feels like Mike Evans. He's got multiple dimensions of speed, too. That's correct, Travis. That's a real real, real sleek comment there. And I, I, I agree with that 100%. Super fast guy. Super good. Super amazing. Absolutely uh, magnificent day. 
God, what a, what a good day. Ferguson TD gave me $875 on underdog. That's amazing, too. That's amazing. Alert. Super chat alert. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, right here. Hey, Smitty, play Kyler or pick up Howell this week. Can I get a group chat vote, uh, vote on this one? Kyler, Howell. Howell, Kyler. Eileen, Kyler. But that's super close. I'd love to get group think on that one just to make sure we're covering our bases. Rest, we're wearing cowboy jerseys tonight, says Nady. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that. Ferguson, that touchdown was key. I'm sure Ron, you were swearing up a storm waiting for that touchdown because you felt like he probably wasn't going to do anything. Clown MVE started JSN over... Oh, Clown Me, I think is what he's trying to write. Clown Me started JSN over DK running for... Laps for one month. JFAM, I'm sorry, bro. I'll send you on your first lap, though. And look, I mean, there's a few people in here admitting this, that they almost sat DK. Florida man saying he almost sat DK. And that's kind of to my point of like, he can be, if he's, if he's, if he's shut down and contained, he can do very little. But man, if they just, if they just get, this guy the football a certain way if if, if Gino can throw it properly like he did tonight tonight and he did last year then DK can fi- can feast um there are a lot of people that consider benching him bro and and that's like I said it goes to the 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 the, the touch and go the spotty um game logs you're going to get out of starting DK but man what a, what a play what a game what a game Stevenson for Mahomes and Jalen Warren. I have Lamar, but I'm worried about him. Stevenson for Mahomes. Let me put it this way, bro. <laughs> I don't care what you have uh, at quarterback. You're getting Mahomes and Jalen Warren. Jalen Warren might quietly be better than Stevenson. And you're getting Mahomes. That is one of the worst offers I've ever seen. If you pull that off, you're an absolute magician. And I would be worried about the veto police coming for you on that trade, my, my, my friend. Go do it and do it live. That's a fantastic, fantastic move. I admit I was discouraged on DK. And that's what I mean by he's one-dimensional. He just, it's easy to shut him down if he's the focal point of a defense. They clearly didn't think they needed to in this game. It was unbelievable. And once he got going, and once Geno hit his, his, his throws and he hit his spots on the field... And, and really, the game didn't get out of hand for the Dallas Cowboys to make it hard for, for Geno to... They could just blitz him. It, this, this game was set up perfectly, and DK momentum just kept building in this game. DK momentum. And JSN, the best thing that could have ever happened to DK Metcalf is the evolution of JSN. JSN looks so spectacular, given the environment he's in. He's the third wheel. He's the third wheel in a crowded wide receiver room with a quarterback, even though he threw three TDs and scored one TD today, Gino, Gino Smith. Even, even though Gino was remarkable, he is. it's hard to garner more than what JSN's garner, garnering right now in a three wide receiver set that also has the running backs involved, also has Fant involved, and your quarterback is Gino, who struggled all year. Like, not starting Geno wasn't crazy tonight if you had Geno Smith. So, just for anybody that did have Geno Smith on the bench, you can't kick yourself for that. It was the Dallas Cowboys. It was the Dallas Cowboys. It was a tough matchup. 
and nobody can beat themselves up over any missteps with the the Seattle players that you may or may not have played. And Charbonnet, you know, God, he looked good. Let's hit the button for Sharbs. Sharbs deserves it. Uh, he looked he looked great. Get Charbonnet. Pop open a nice bottle of Charbonnet. Now, now Char- Char- Charbonnet did get injured. We talked about this at the top of the show. We don't know the status. Knee injury, it appears to be. He was ruled doubtful immediately. He went into the blue tent and almost immediately went to the locker room. Never a good sign. Ruled out, uh, ruled doubtful. Um, and my guess is there's some sort of meniscus MCL. I, I hope there's not some weird clean ACL tear or something like that. But it didn't indicate. It didn't seem to be an ACL. But you never know. ACLs, again, ACLs. You can tear your ACL, and if you don't have any sort of damage, it's really hard to tear a clean ACL. And when I say clean, I mean you're 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 usually in football when you're tearing an ACL, which you can see on the back of this model. But the ACL and PCL cross each other in the middle of the knee. When you tear your ACL in, in college or in football or college football or pro, your knee's usually going to the side like that, or you hyperextend it in a way. But it usually buckles in a way that it's stretching the MCL, which is right here. You can see the MCL stretching as I twist the knee that way. Or if your knee goes this way, you can see the LCL being stretched. And you can also see the meniscus being pinched right in this corner. When I do that, you can see it being pinched. You usually tear meniscus and stretch or tear to a certain degree one of the ligaments, if not both, on top of snapping the ACL. So it's very rare for a player to not have pain that they can't really identify, you know, like, oh, snap my ACL. Not a lot of pain in similar to when you tear your MCL. Your MCL is probably the most painful part of any of the knee injury you could encounter. And and so tough to know what, what's going on. We can speculate all day. Sounds like a knee injury. Um, I'll pull up my phone. I've been live here for the last 22 minutes straight. So, I, you know, something could have broke. So let me go to the news wires and see if there's an update on Charbonnet, but CD lamb 12, 12 catches 17 targets for lamb 12 catches 17 targets, 30 yards rushing. We didn't even mention the 30 yards rushing. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Just, just, just a, just a day. Just a day. Unbelievable day. Um, Going forward, I don't know what I can tell or advise anybody in terms of of the Seattle backfield. Some of you can still trade. And in cases where you can trade away this man, known as Kenneth Walker, known as Zach Charbonnet, I'm entertaining it to the Cooper Cup level still. And I know Sharps look good. There's maybe a chance he's fine. Maybe it's, it's a week that he sits or whatever. But you still have, even though he did very well in this matchup, you still got two very, very tough matchups coming up in the Niners and the Eagles. And you still have a clouded backfield. Even if Charbonnet is okay and Walker comes back, my guess and estimation is they want to use both of them. I do believe that if they're both healthy and on the field, this is an almost equal backfield, which is going to burn a lot of people that have this backfield. Now, you might get, and I, I don't say this in a way that I'm hoping someone's hurt, but the best scenario 
for a fantasy owner that owns Charbonnet and Walker is that Sharbs is out for a little while and Walker comes back and gets all the, the, the workload. Then we might see a sneaky Walker value going forward. It's, it, it's an ever-evolving thing, and the injuries can open doors. So is Walker a little bit more valuable if he's healthy enough to come back right away and Sharps is out for two, three, four weeks? Is Walker more valuable today under those, you know, under that situation lined up exactly as I, I mapped it out? Is Walker more valuable today than he was yesterday? Yes. Do we know if Sharps is out three, four weeks, two weeks, one week? No, we have no idea yet. Do we know if Walker can come back next contest? We have no idea. But if he can and and Sharps is out, Walker did gain a little bit of value tonight, but he still has a very rough schedule. But as we saw tonight, you can get three yards a pop, fall into the end zone, catch a big big long reception, and still be very, very productive. So, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good uh, uh, about that situation to a degree. But if you can still trade, I'm still very open-minded to a Cooper Cup. I'm still very open-minded to a Devontae Adams. I'm still super open-minded to a Devon Achan who continues to get tons of negativity walking into week number 13. I'll tell you, these Devon Achan haters are just packed in droves sitting there in the comments section of any platform that I'm posting on, just waiting to talk trash, mad trash about him. He's not it. The one guy, we got a guy that came under the the, the uh, Uranus list. And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. Right here. David. David came in on the earlier show and said, A-chan's like a tire with a small hole. What's that about, David? What's What's that about, David? What's this about, David? And off he goes to the planet known as Uranus. You know what I just noticed? I didn't notice until right now. David's already on here. David's got this one. A-chan's not the same anymore. A-chan's like a tire with a small hole. This is this is the syndrome of that's called non-A-chan-itis. And it's when you don't draft... A-chan, you missed out. You're so upset. You're so upset at yourself. You're upset at your mom. She was cooking meatloaf that night. You were you were digging in. It was so good. You wanted second helpings. You said, Ma, give me second helpings. And she said, okay, do you want me to send it down to the basement? And you said, no, I'll eat it here at the table. You ate your second helping of meatloaf while the waiver wire uh, deadline kicked off. And here you are eating your meatloaf, scarfing it down. And all of a sudden you remember, oh my God. You scramble down the stairs at mom's uh, at mom's house, get into the basement, turn on the Hello Kitty light, run over to your computer, and and turn it on. You you pull it up, and eight chans grabbed, eight chans grabbed. Somebody else got him. You're so upset. You're so upset. You're beside yourself. You're crying like Draven over in the corner about it, and you say to yourself, "I'm going to become an anti eight chan owner to cope with this. My coping mechanism is." Is throwing hate at HN. That is my coping mechanism. That's how I'm gonna do it going forward. <sighs> um, Smitty, this is the dude's thing, man. This is this this dude's thing, man. Oh yeah, that that guy. Yeah, I don't know, bro. 
but it's it's unreal how many people just need to double down on that. Okay, wow, what a, what a day, what a day. Let's uh, let's open up the phone lines. Call into the show. Call, call into the show. Brought to you by Christopher Smith. Four hundred thirty dollars super chat is the highest super chat in a in a live stream in the month of November and October and probably December. But if someone knocks Christopher Smith off with a $431 Super Chat, your name will be here. And we'll probably give you the emoji that we have kind of floating out there. Right now, Wheel Snipe City's got it because he's such an amazing dude. Drops so much uh, uh, amazingness on the channel. But if you get that, that title there on the phone line, I will change the emoji to whatever you want as long as it's decent. You know, and it doesn't... It's not something that you know I can't put up. You know what I'm saying? If you want your face on there, if you're Ron Navy and you want a picture of Kirk Cousins, if you're Ron Navy and you want Kirk Cousins and uh, and and pick it side by side, like that's the kind of stuff you can order when you are in that position. Uh, Mr. Travis Rowe, congratulations on the DK Metcalf, bro. I mean that that sure bro that that was just what the doctor ordered. Like you, I remember you said, yeah, I, "I need DK." Um, you called in. Yeah. You, you wanted to talk to me about it. I didn't get to you in time. It kicked off. But you said I wanted to know who you start DK, and I and I confirmed what you had already decided. DK was the move. Who was the alternative? It was DK and who? I was just saying DK, or do I, you know, play it safe? with JSN and hope he gets, you know, 60 yards and maybe a touchdown, something like that. Cause he had been kind of building towards that. And kind of, we kind of saw that tonight. Yeah. But I wow. I was worried because Gino's elbow has been so crap and not been able to get it to him. So I was, what, I was admittedly discouraged, you know, but what, like you said, you got to play the studs. What a play. He, and he, and he is a stud. Even though I, I have the one dimensional comment out there, like, like Ron wanted to remind everyone. I said, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's just, He's so good at that one thing when he's on, he can do exactly what you saw tonight. When he's on and you give right. him the ball in his one-dimensional space, okay? Throw the ball up, get the football to this guy. He's a speed demon, he's a jump ball specialist. Um he he can dominate. He needs to get the football that way though. He's not one of these and he could, he's young, he could develop. But but boy, like this is what you needed. You were waiting for it. You got it. Congrats. You got a huge lead. I'm sure your opponent's licking their wounds right now in the corner. It may be your uh, opponent's Draven. He had, uh, he had Lamb. So. Oh. I, I had, uh, I, I had DK and Charbonnet, and he, he had Lamb. So. Oh, and, uh, bro. It's, I'm, in, uh, I'm in decent shape. But. Yeah, it's, it's Lamb. Get lambed. Lamb. Lamb versus... Uh, DK, what is in your scoring? I'm I'm curious in your scoring format. What did Lamb score in your scoring format? What did DK score in your format? Because Lamb had so many receptions. Uh, so Lamb ended up with 28.6, and Metcalf got 36.4. Wow, really close. That's how good Lamb did. Lamb only had one TD. DK had three, but Lamb had 575 receptions in this game. So they they add up. They add up. Yeah. So I got, I got, I had Chabernet too, which which helped. So. Yeah, which is a I'm, bummer. I'm facing a good team though, so. Which is a bummer. Uh, Kyler Bijan, Mon- Kyler Bijan, Monty Hill, Evans Cup. 
um, champ squad. Yeah, I mean, look, Kyron Bijan, Monty Hill, Evans, Cup, Kelsey. I don't know how. I don't know how you can build a better team than that unless you have a little bit better quarterback. But you probably wouldn't have that kind of team and still have a Mahomes. And so, great job, little Nikki. I'd I'd venture to say you've got strong odds to win or at least make your Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, so good, congrats on that. Uh, hang tight there, Travis. Ron Navy, you're also live. Hey, what's up? I wasn't a dig towards you. I hope you know that. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, mean, jo- I'm just self. I'm self. Night. I'm self-deprecating. I him. have Metcalf, and and I agree. He's very di- one-dimensional at times. You know, they shut him down. I agree with that. That's no, no, why no. I, I, mentioned I didn't take there. it as a negative. Because I, I had him. I was in the just self-deprecating. League. Yeah, he. Yeah, I have him in the voicemail league. He hasn't done much all year, so it was great to see him finally do something. Because I started you know, him. You know the way I kind of feel about DK. Is I feel I feel like DK's got like this, um, like if we were to give if we were to like map out a route tree and we were to say there were like roller coaster tracks that you couldn't stray from, I feel like DK's are like there's like three of them, <laughs> you know. There's like this is his like not that he doesn't have a big route tree necessarily, but I'm the the way they utilize him, Geno Smith's limitations when he's not on point, the offensive limitations when. They're down, and, and the way that they've been playing the last couple of weeks, it feels like he's on this track, and you know where he's going. He's easy to shut down. There goes DK. There goes DK. There goes DK. There goes DK. Whereas other wide receivers like Lamb Chops, his route tree is just all over the field. It looks like it looks like just uh, like a, a Van Gogh painting or a, a Pollock, a Jackson Pollock painting. Um, so that's the way I feel about DK, it's, it's not necessarily a dig at him. He's still young, as everybody said. He's he's still got the ability to play like another seven years, six years. He can definitely improve. Um, but yeah, a congrats first. on the eight hundred dollar win. You're you were needing Ferguson. Yeah. That's great, Fergie. He fumbled that ball a little bit in the end zone, and I thought, oh my god, hold on to that ball. Oh, he was he was. Bab- I was also waiting for a flag or something. Oh yeah, that's the other thing too. You hold your breath in this game. Because no matter what happens, the flag doesn't flag. even come out right away. It's like a delayed flag reaction. It's like, uh, who's going to throw a flag here? Over. Anybody? And then you're like, did Ferguson score? That Pollard <laughs> touchdown, I was looking around for like 15 minutes. <laughs> I was oh, like, he should have had that passing touchdown. It hit him right in the face mask. Yeah. The play before the, he ran it in, he should have had that catch for a touchdown, but oh well. But if you remember last year, Medcap did the same thing. He came on late in the season and, and got people into the playoffs and won people some playoff games. Um, he's, I don't know, it's like a trend with him. The end of the year, at beginning, middle, he's like mediocre. And then at the end of the year, he seems to come on. Yeah. Uh, but, but, too. yeah, but, 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 but I was literally after that polar touchdown, I swear to you. Even after the the extra point was kicked, I was still waiting for a flag. I was just like, "Can we get like eight <laughs> eight plays deep in so they can't undo it?" I, I felt like, uh, I that, that, flag heaven there. That, and that's the way. What, what team is it that feels that way? There's 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 a team I always talk about that it's like, oh, the Jets, the Jets. Whenever Brees Hall scores or Garrett Wilson scores, I'm sitting I'm yeah. sitting there going, I know there's a flag, I know it. I bet my life on it, and I wait and I wait. There's laundry, laundry on the field, 
every time. Uh, every time. The Jets are just the most frustrating team. I, I, think, uh, I think a high school team could come in and, and beat the Jets right now. They're, the, and the defense is, they can only do so much. You get tired. You get worn down. Their, their stats against, when you, when you look at um, strength of schedule, is not what it used to be. They're not redlined anymore when you're facing them. Like, oh, here's this, you know, redlined matchup. It's like orange now. They're not. They're not. You can. You can. You can do certain things against the Jets that you couldn't do if they if they weren't tired and always on the field. I I really do hope that um, Aaron Rodgers does come back and plays because um, number one, I love Aaron Rodgers and I love that people hate him. I love this man. He's a he's a, a, a man that stands by his principles. He does what he wants. He gets hated on because he just lives his life. And every single one of you Aaron Rodgers haters out there, you're the one digging and prying into his life. You're the one watching people that are digging and prying into his life. Like me. I'm digging and prying in, but I'm digging in and prying in and loving every bit of it. But it's the people that complain about Aaron Rodgers speaking his mind. He's all about show. You guys are the ones that dig into his life and keep watching content. He goes to a sweat lodge or whatever the hell it was. Uh, what was it? Dark space? What was it called again? The dark uh, darkness retreat. He went to the darkness retreat. Yeah. No one had to watch that. The media, he mentioned it on Pat McAfee, almost in passing, and the media dove in headfirst, dug through his whole life like they always do, and then complain about him. Aaron Rodgers is trying to make a comeback. And so far, he's very successful on one of the fastest comeback uh, Achilles injuries we've ever seen. And I'm a very big skeptic to Achilles comebacks, but as far as running backs go. But Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback, and he doesn't run a lot. So this is a very feasible thing to happen. Now, maybe he tears the other Achilles. He has a bigger chance of tearing the other Achilles probably than, than tearing the current Achilles in question as I predicted with Cam Akers, that he would be a very high likely candidate to tear his other Achilles because he rushed back. Aaron Rodgers is rushing back, but he's also not going to explode off the Achilles like Akers was every single play. Akers was planting, cutting every, not just every play, every other step, right? Right foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, constantly exploding. Whereas Aaron Rodgers is going to pitter-pat He's going to play patty, patty cake back there, and, and, and maybe he'll go down. I could see Aaron Rodgers just jumping onto his side, <laughs> you know, but I'm excited to see it. And my whole point in that tangent was to say, I, I, think, I think if he gets in there, we see a resurgence of some things, or maybe, maybe we just see a little, like, kind of, I don't know, harbinger of things to come for 2024. But the reason I think he's going to try and play if the Jets win, let's say, this next game, and maybe they win the next game, he doesn't need to have like a, a clinched playoff berth. He just needs to have uh, some semblance of hope. And so he can come back in there, get his feet wet, and, and potentially walk into 2024 unscared. You know, he's going to have his ability to test the waters, to kind of mingle with the offense instead of going out there scared as a dog that he's going to tear his Achilles, I think it's going to be a lot less pressure for him. I think he wants to do it. I think he won't do it if they lose their next two games and there's no hope whatsoever. But if there's like a... Like right now, I think the odds are 5% chance that the Jets could win... Or win. The Jets could make the playoffs. It's like a 5% chance. It's small. If they win, I imagine it's 7. 
like it goes up a s- small amount. They win again, it'd be like eight. But it, I, 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 it's gonna be it's gonna be unreal to watch, and I'm there for it. Yeah, I don't want them. I don't want them getting hurt worse. And in that video they showed of him working out yesterday, yesterday I think it was yesterday they showed the videos. He still looked very gimpy uh, when he was going back and, and, and even running. He he, you could tell that he was he was still gimpy. So yeah. I don't want him getting hurt. I'd rather him not play and be a hundred percent than try to play and get hurt worse, and then his career's done. Yeah. Uh, hey Garza, Garza. That, that's how. I- Garza called in or super chatted or called in. I think super chatted about the Dino situation, and I'm so glad that worked out. It says my man, thanks for the Dino pick. I I was I was a little bit batting blind, but you had horrible options. It felt, but little did we know, Gino might be the first or second best quarterback of the week. Congratulations. Yeah, he had a really good game. Four TDs. Same. <laughs> Shame they had to, to lose the game. I mean, neither team really deserved to lose that game. They both played great on both sides. Can you imagine if you had Geno, DK, CD <laughs> on a team right now? You'd have like 100 points. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Oh, yeah. All right, hang tight, well, guys. People, yeah. people playing yeah. underdog yeah. Uh, daily, the daily, um, they got like 139. There are There are dailies out there. For you know the Thursday night, how they do the battle royals for yeah. the Thursday Monday, and yeah, one hundred thirty-nine. Somebody had that. Somebody wow. had the the CD, the DK, the Ferguson, the um, um, Gino as the quarterback. Um, yeah, they. Whew. Yep. They, yeah. Uh, they um, rock out. What's up, my man? Hey, what's up? Did you ever? Did you ever? Okay, answer this honestly, Rock Out. Don't lie to me. I can I can read people, and I know I know you're just you're gonna want to answer a certain way just to kind of move on. But did you a just unplug your smoke alarm because you didn't want us to give you a tough time about it, or two did you replace the battery because you didn't you didn't leave it? I'm 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 betting. Uh, about battery. There, out of boy, rock out safety. Safety first, safety, safety for yeah. Did you put it in yet, or you just bought it? It's on the way. <laughs> You're still at risk. No, it's in. It's in. Out of boy, rock out. We're proud of you. We're proud of you. What can I do for you, rock out? Uh, you like this week, uh, Purdy or or Love? I'll I want uh, Purdy to get Grandma for TD. Purdy or Love, what, what what a combo! Purdy and Love, the the sweetest names in in the business. Uh, I probably say, man, I don't know. What do you guys think, Ron? What do you think, Purdy or Love? I think Purdy's got a horrible matchup, but his offense is is you know he's got a lot of weapons. Um, and then Love Love Love's on track, but I think. Because they're gonna have to, he's gonna have to continue to throw the ball in the matchup they have. I think with, um, yeah, I, I'd take Love. He's coming into a stride too, so and Watson's there, so yeah, I'd take Jayden Love. Jaden Reed is hurt. Jaden Reed might not play. 
<laughs> yeah, he's out. He might so, not, so but they still got Dobbs and Watson. Yeah, yeah, they do. I, I, I mean, I'd say if you're just looking for a steady game, go Purdy. If you think you need, you know, something big, go Love. I mean, Love's been good, so. Yeah, I would probably I would probably say this. I'd probably say that Purdy feels safer. Um, Love has way more risk because he's been volatile all year. Not that Purdy hasn't had his volatility, but um, yeah, that that's 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 he might be Purdy might be antsy this week too because he's going against the team that not that tore his shoulder out, you know, tore his arm apart. So he might have that in the back of his mind, and that might affect his play. We'll have to wait and see, but that could be a factor. Yeah, I'm looking for the – there's people in the chat saying Charbonnet uh, just a knee bruise, but I don't see that yet. Um, it could be floating around on the, the – the beat reporters could be talking about it, and it hasn't ventured its way onto the bigger sources, so I'm doing a deep dive right now on my phone. But I, I think I don't think we're going to know the full answer to that until – until after some testing is done. So I, if you do see that, I'd be a little skeptical, anybody, to, to assume that it's a knee bruise. Hard to know that without without doing some imaging and everything. Um, hold on one second, guys. Let me head on over to uh, Two-Time Junior. I don't know. Wh- wh- is that what we call you, Two-Time Junior? Why do we call you that? Do you say everything twice, twice? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. What can I do for you? Do, I got for two you. questions for you. So... Who would you take this weekend, uh, McBride or Goddard? You think he's going to come back? Uh, Goddard's probably not coming back this week, um, but McBride just had a hu- huge news. I mean, he's actually banged up too, so monitor that. But McBride has uh, uh, got huge news today that that Zach Ertz is is the Cardinals part of ways with Zach Ertz. So fantastic news. Um, McBride's uh, the, here to stay. Like like Michael K, right. Michael KCPA, he is here to stay, McBride. So McBride McBride for sure this week, but he's got to make sure he's playing. But once right. once Goddard's back, I mean Goddard could be top five immediately, or he could you know struggle to get there. But there's there's like if I had to say Goddard feels like so if I was to rank Goddard, I would say his range feels like five to eight, and McBride feels like. Six to nine, so there's overlap there. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, right. if Goddard could be eight and McBride six, I mean McBride could be better. But I would say, like long term, I feel like you 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 factor in offense. Goddard's probably the better long term play, but McBride this week just make sure he's playing. Just make sure, make sure he's playing. Uh, then, lastly, I wanted to ask you: uh, Do you think Thielen is going to make a comeback, or do you think I should try to stream Rice or Reed? I was at the flex. Reed's banged up. Rice is on fire, and Thielen's not on fire, but has proven pretty consistent for a big portion of the year. So you're playing with fire. Either, either you know, with all these, these are close calls. But I mean, how do you sit Rice coming into his own when Rice has been proving metrics-wise one of the best in the National Football League in targets per route run? The same thing. That we saw from Kadarius Tony, the same thing that got this community and me, and I take a lap for it every day. I I, I still haven't slept a single wink of good night uh, good night rest since my my predicting him to have a big year. The the same 
targets per route run volume that he was getting, Rice is getting. This is what Mahomes does. The problem is they were doing the same dial-it-back treatment with Rice that they were doing with Tony. So we'd see huge targets per route run uh, data, but then Tony wouldn't you know, run a ton of routes. So Rice was the same way. He was super high. He's clearly the, the, the replacement for what they wanted out of Tony. Tony certainly had the ability. There was a possibility he could be an enormous talent. But he just can't stay healthy. He's a head case. There's just a whole lot of reasons. And then that whole right. drop fiasco. But but Rice, 100 yards and a touchdown, I think he's earned the trust. And I think given how volatile Casey's been, they're going to start leaning on the consistency that, that they have in Rice and Mahomes. So Rice for me, but anything can happen, bro. Well, I appreciate you, Smitty. All right, later, bro. You've come through in the clutch every time, so I appreciate you, my man. Thanks, two-time. Thanks, two-time. Later. Later. Hey, you have a good night, man. Uh, Sebastian, you're live. Hey, Smitty, I'm 10 and 2, so I can afford a loss this week. Would you do Hurts for Josh Allen in the lateral move? Uh, I'm only contemplating this because our championship is combined week 17 and 18. So you're worried about Hurts not playing week 18, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's tough. I, I don't see why they would play in week 18, but you know, is, is Josh Allen out of the playoff hunt? You know, that's a possibility too. And then what happens with that? But what, can you look up your scoring? What are they each scoring in your format? It's a standard PPR six points for a rush, four points for what? what uh, what's their total? What's their total on the year? What are they at? Let me pull that up. Yeah, you find that, and then I'll come back to it. Rock out. Did you have anything else? Why Sebastian looks that up? Yeah, we thinking about Javante and McLaurin and uh, Rita at the flex. Javante McLaurin and who? Rita. Reed. Reed. All right, got it. Javante McLaurin, probably McLaurin, but but I like Reed a lot. If Reed's fully like good to go, then maybe we revisit that. But I think McLaurin yeah, but- is probably your safest right now. All right, how many points did Hertz has Hertz scored on the year in your league? Two fifty nine versus Josh Allen's two eighty seven. There you go. So they're pretty much the same quarterback. There you go. I mean, I, I guess you. Does anybody on the phone line disagree that if his his championship is week seventeen and eighteen, which is ludicrous? Which is absolutely stupid. Um, that he should be hanging on to Hertz if he can swap him for a guy that's scoring more. I mean, I would take Josh Allen because he probably has a higher likelihood of playing Week 18. But you never know, though. Uh, I don't know. It's tough, and it's also Buffalo too at that time of year, so it might even be snowing. Yeah, but he—he he was born in the snow, molded by it. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Can you, anybody on the phone line say they'd still rather keep Hertz? Yeah, I, I don't know how you how you'd want that though. I'm ten and two, so I can afford a lot. All right, hold on, bro. Let's get some opinions here. Uh, Ron. Okay, Sebastian. Hold on. Ron. Ron's cooking a grill and a steak probably at freaking midnight. Uh, Sebastian, you you want Hertz or Josh Allen? Knowing that the championship week is a combo of week seventeen and week eighteen combined. Correct. I'm I'm getting no help. You guys are the worst panel 
I've ever I, I've had in a long time. There's no help here. There's no Josh I got Allen. I got six people Go on Allen. the line. I, I, I was waiting. Josh Allen. All right, Tra Travis. Because, Travis. Yeah, if if that if that's something you truly think could happen, which it seems like it can at this point, if you want to be safe, go Allen because like like you said, in the snow, Allen's fine in the snow, and I I think I I think the Bills are going to be good the rest of the year unless they're going to collapse. I mean, they, they have to play their ass off to to make the playoffs. So I think he's going to be chucking. Yeah, I, I guess my only concern would be like, what if what if Allen gets banged up a little bit and they're out of it? They'll 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 sit him. He could sit quicker than Jalen Hurts or something, you know. So you never well, really know. Like sometimes, sometimes you over collapse. Yeah. Sometimes you overthink these things, and you're like, crap. I should I should have just kept it because Hurts would have got yeah. me straight to the, the championship game. But I, I look the, 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 one, the one quarterback. The the thing that would have the me convinced. Uh, I don't know. The thing that had me convinced is that that Allen's playing better anyway. So there you go. In your format, in your format. So I would just say do it, bro. I keep hurts. Who said that? Ron. Me, Ron. Yeah. All right. Make this your. This is what it is. It's not going to be like last year, um, where he was injured or whatever. But they're still playing for the number one slot. So let's say San Francisco beats them. They still got to play Dallas again. They're still got to play competitive games to keep that number one seed. So they're going to play Hurts. And Hurts. That's a good point. I like his chances of rushing touchdowns. I mean, one to two every game rushing touchdowns um, for Hurts. I just like Hurts' upside better. I'm not worried about them. I don't think they set him at all. It's a good point, but let, let's just roll through this real quickly. So there's, there's two things that could happen. Exceptions. There's two things that could happen, obviously. Um, you've got okay, so the Eagles are ten and one right now. If the Eagles beat the Niners, then my guess is that you're looking at the scenario of where Hertz is likely going to probably sit week eighteen. If the Niners win, so it really does come down to like this game's really crucial. You know, this week's really cu crucial. Yeah, but who has who has a week eighteen play of champion? It's over in seventeen. No, that's you that's what that's the point you're missing. Is his championship game is a combined week seventeen and week eighteen. That's why he's making this move. I missed that part. Yeah, you were yeah, you were, you were sorry, grilling your you were grilling your steak, Ron. No, I wasn't. I was I was making sure my. I'm kidding. The I'm wife kidding. got tired to I'm kidding. sleep. I had to make sure she had I'm kidding, nighttime bro. medication. I'm just kidding. So that's what I was doing. Um, uh, so he's doing it because he's afraid that in week 18 Hertz will be sat and that's his championship week. He plays in a, it, no offense. Uh, who, who is it? Sebastian? Sebastian? Is it your sure. team? Yeah. Yeah. No offense, but put your earmuffs on real quick. Sebastian plays in a stupid league. I 100% I agree with you. I tried talking to the commissioner. He said, nah, it's better if it's combined. Let's combine. Like, okay. Let's let's include the four, the first week of the preseason. <laughs> like, uh, what are you doing? What's your call your commissioner right now in three way? I want to talk to him. I, I don't have his phone Just number. The last, what's what's the, up, what's the the last phone number okay? I'm sorry, everybody's talking at once. What would you say, Sebastian? I said, what's a good phone number? What's a what's a good excuse to get his phone number real quick? Because um, we're we're all in the Instagram group chat. 
Tell tell them, hey, uh, ca- call in live into the show. The the host of this show wants to ask you why you play week eighteen. He thinks it's it's crazy, and he wants you to call in and explain yourself. <laughs> Watch him not do. He won't do it, but see if he'll do it. All right, I'll, I'll just do it for the shenanigans. I'll, I'll see what he says. Uh, I love. Last year we were. Compl- Week seventeen should have. They should have stuck with week sixteen. End of the playoffs. Yeah. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. I'm not the commissioner. Yeah. Well, tell him. Tell him to call. I'd love to talk to him. Um, okay. <laughs> Rock out. Did you have any dilemmas you wanted to go over regarding your league? I appreciate you, Smitty. All right. Later, bro. Later, Sebastian. Um. Kind of went for the ringer today because I thought I. Uh, disapproved it, but I had to like move the players from the different squads. Can I can I share? Uh, Soul and Big Dog, I'm coming for your super chat. Actually, let me just answer this real quick. Start one PPR Mayfield Wilson Minshew. Um, that's tough. I pro I probably lean. Damn, damn, bro, that one that one's brutal. Mayfield, pro- I don't know. Wilson. I'm gonna look at some some data here and just see what what uh, the average starting data looks like. So Wilson, Russell Wilson's 11 to 12. Mayfield's 14 to 15. Minshew's like 14 to 15. Uh, I, 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 I yeah, I guess I go Russell Wilson mainly because he's got. Well, Carolina's not bad either, man. Um. Kind of feel like Minshew's gonna have a decent day though. That's tough. Uh, chat, can we vote on that one? Can the chat please vote on this? Minshew, Wilson, or Mayfield? Please vote in the chat, please. And then Soul, appreciate your super chat. I got Kincaid on a buy. Go with Logan Thomas or Juwan Johnson. Logan Thomas, but make sure he's healthy and able to play. And there might be better options, man. That that's tough. But Logan Thomas, if he's healthy, wouldn't be horrible, I guess. Uh, so rock out. Can I share your situation real quick? Yeah, I guess briefly. Yeah. So yeah, Rock Rockouts League. Um, what was the trade? Let's see. It was. Let's see. Josh Allen, Pittman for Curtis Samuel and Levis for and Levis. So, what, the guy got Levis and and I'm sorry, Curtis Samuel. So the guy was trading away. Levis. And, yeah. So uh, the guy, the guy that received Levis and Curtis Samuel's out of the playoffs. He's out of the playoffs, yeah. and he traded Josh Allen and Pittman to a guy in the playoffs, and he's not even in the playoffs. So number one, your first mistake is if you're playing with a bunch of you know magazine drafters like this guy is, you can't allow. Play owners to trade if they're not in the playoffs or figure out some way to do that. That that's that's different than vetoes. I think that just makes sense. Like if you're not in the playoffs and there's no money to be had at all, like no highest scoring week through week seventeen gets fifty bucks, like whatever. There's no toilet ba- toilet bowl consolation prize. Then this really it this no. really is a problem. I mean that that's the one of the worst trades I've ever seen. I don't believe in vetoes, but I also believe in sniffing out collusion. And if this guy, if this guy is out of the playoffs and he's trading 
Josh Allen and Pittman, he's either incompetent, which might be the case, and you don't really want someone in your league that can destroy the league, or he's colluding. You know, that that's that, that's just insane. That's Seems like a little bit both. Uh, yeah, I, you, I mean, so you, did you did you overrule it or did you approve it? I I dis I disapproved it, and people in the chat was like, "This is best up. This is BS." People in the and, chat um, or these two guys in the chat? No, other people. Really, other people thought that it was messed up. The trade or you overturning it was messed up. No. It, it was messed up that that trade even occurred. Okay, good. Let bro, let the two people be mad. You'd have to be absolutely off your rocker to be in favor of saying no. You should let it stand. I'd like to face Josh Allen and Pittman on that guy's team in the playoffs. So let two two complainers complain. The rest of the league's going to support you. you. There's no way the league doesn't support you on this. So stick to uh, your guns. Uh, uh, you they did, and um, like in my mind, if he had that trade, he automatically win. And here he has, he has AJ Brown, Ken Allen, and Chase. Yeah. So that'd be like automatic championship, basically. Yeah, yeah. Frank, Frank, are you? A, what are you, Frank? Frank, you are you constantly talking about H N? Are you? A-chan owners playing spoiler. A-chan, I, there's always, there's always, I'm not sure if it's you, Frank. I'm not, I might be off base here. I'm just trying to figure out. Traded A-chan for Seattle defense, darn it. Um, I, which I know you're joking, but you're like throwing, sh- I think you're throwing shade. You're allowed to throw shade on A-chan all you want. I'm just trying to figure out if you are one of the individuals we always talk about that is so bent out of shape about A-chan's success that you're just here to tear him down. Um, here's another one. Is Achan gonna play because I'm gonna drop this little guy off? Assuming you're gonna cut him. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what's the story there, Frank. I I don't know what 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 I, I really I really would love to know. You can call in, Frank. I I I would love to know why you hate Achan. Like what, what I want to know is it just re- your regret? You're living in regret. That you didn't get them, and, and I, I don't understand. Like, what? How is this going to end well? The only way it can end well is if he doesn't come back, re-injures his knee, and everybody that hates and throws shade on him celebrates like this. Woo! We lucked out on that one because if he came back, he would have made us all look absolutely ridiculous. Thank God he got hurt again. That's your only hope. A-chan's a monster. You can't even tackle him. He and Jameer Gibbs have the same kind of talent and skill set where you can't even close in on him with an angle. There's two or three guys. There's two plays I put on my Instagram where there are two players from each side, three players in one case, closing on a Jameer Gibbs, and he just jogs into the end zone. His speed and acceleration is so unbelievably unmatched. They couldn't even, with the angle, get to him in time. He rushed in the end zone. It was like a 10-yard run. Same exact play on the other side of the field. I put them, I mirrored them on my Instagram. And you watch you watch A-Chan and Gibbs run that same kind of play. It was absolutely crazy. Uh, uh, three, three, six, zero, caller, who's this and where are you calling from? Hey, this is J-Dog, and I'm calling from Portland, Oregon. What's up, J-Dog? 
not a whole lot. You, um, you dropped a super chat earlier, right? No, no, I didn't. I didn't oh. send a super chat. I've okay. been pretty active in this chat currently. You know, I've been following your show now for a while, and I started the season five and one. So I made a lot of trades going to get players that have been performing low and getting that are performing low, you know, getting selling high, all that sort of stuff. And now I am five and seven, and this is my team. And this is super flex, by the way. Tyler Murray, Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, Cooper Cup, Marquise Brown, Trey McBride, Charbonnet, Mahomes. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Sorry, sorry. Are you re- you're reading like your team out of order here because Mahomes? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I'll do I'll do it from. Do you want me to start? With, okay, I'll start with QB. QB I mean, just we're we're looking Murray. at it. We're looking at the team, and also you got Mahomes. Like, okay, so you got Mahomes, Murray. Is it a two QB? Is it a two QB? Is it a two QB, bro? No, 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 no. It's um, like an offensive player and a quarterback, so you can fill in anybody. In there, so there's two flex um, positions. One being like you know a super flex, where you can put in okay. So it's a two. Okay, so it's a super flex league. So you have Mahomes and Kyler. That's great. You have Etn, Stevenson, Cup, uh, Hollywood Brown. Who else? Uh, I have uh, Charbonnet. I have Swift. I have Keen Mitchell, and um, at wide receiver. I have um, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Jaden Reed. Those are my five. Okay. Yeah, I think that's five. All right, what's the yeah, question? And then, and then, yeah, basically I'm just asking you, like, I started Charbonnet in my flex spot, because, and that it turned out fine. I flipped on my bench. And I, I guess, I don't know, like, should I – what should I should I start maybe? What's like, the question? What's the question, it. bro? <laughs> I don't know my what you're question, saying. I, I don't know. I'm trying to follow, well, but I just, I just just told the call in the show. I, under, I okay, okay, right, sorry, sorry, okay. Sorry. that's right. Take a deep okay. breath. My, Take a deep breath. Okay. I was just you got trying this. To my team and I was saying I love this team. I think it's got a lot of potential, but I'm five and seven, okay. and I need to win now. I got Jaden Reed on my bench. He's questionable. Yeah. But if he starts practicing, should I debate putting him in over Cooper Cup or Marquise Brown? I mean, we we have to take it one game, one week at a time in terms of like, what do you do next week? I can tell you this week, first of all, you got two amazing quarterbacks. That's going to put you at a huge, huge, huge advantage over everybody else. Unless um, somebody else has, you know, Allen and Tua and they got two, you know, two very good quarterbacks as well or whatever. So you got two really good quarterbacks. Uh, you can make trades right now. No, no, I can't. Okay. I, yeah, no, we're past, All right. We're past that so point. you're hoping JJ comes back after the bye week. Um, you got to play him. You got to play him. Adams. I still love Adams. I think he's still got wanting or wide receiver one value. Uh, I, I still start cup as of this moment. Could that change a week from now? Sure. Call me next week and we'll talk about it next week. But for right, right now, I'm not sitting cup. I'm not sitting cup. We can't look too far ahead in the future, but you're starting cup. You're starting ETN. ETN's got like top five running back um, projections this week across the industry. So he's a very good play. Sharps Sharps did fantastic for you. 
Um, so you're starting as of right now, you can't start. JJ, obviously, you're starting Swift, Charbonnet, ETN, probably, as your three RBs. You could play Stevenson over Swift if you wanted, but I would probably roll with ETN and Swift. You've got Cup and Adams. Um, when Adams is playing, obviously, he's on a bye. So you're playing Reed this week. You're playing... So you, this week you're pretty set, right? You're just you're kind of just worried about next week. You know, I, I the, the thing is, is just like if I lose, I'm basically out of the playoffs. It's a 12 team league. There's six positions. I'm five and seven now because I went on like a six game losing streak, and it's just I've been overthinking this lineup now because it's just like you know, well, you, there's there's not I, much right you can now, do with 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 JJ out with Adams on a bye. Like this line and Mitchell on a buy, and Reed's hurt, but we'll see. You, there's not much you can do. Just ride it out this week. Uh, it, their dilemma would be Stevenson and Swift, unless you can play all four running backs: Etn, Stevenson, Swift, and Sharps. No, no. Okay, so no, the, the only dilemma, the only dilemma you have is Stevenson or Swift, and, and we can ask the chat on that. Chat: Stevenson or Swift? Swift or Stevenson? Who are you starting? Yeah, I'm sorry for not coming up with a better prepared question. That's <laughs> all right, bro. It's all right. It's your first time calling in. I figured in. I'd call in and talk about this team because it was just like, I've been, it's been driving me nuts. I'll, 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 I'll tell you what. Alone. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll put you on hold. Michael or Laporta put, and Trey McBride at tight end. Which one would you put in? That one's kind of up in Laporta the air. Or Laporta or Laporta? Laporta. You put, you put Laporta in? Yeah. He, he's he's jumped through, you know, the the rookie wall, I think. All right, hang tight real quick, bro. We'll come back to you. Think of another question, and we'll come back to you. Just mute yourself if you could. I got Bill the Tickler on the phone right now. Bill the Tickler, what can I do for you? Hey, yo, Smith. How are you, bro? I'm good, bro. We had set a great a great Thursday night football game, so I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, that was fantastic. It was so uh, – it was, it was expected to be so underrated, and it got, uh, Mark it got so good. It got, Mark- so, oh, it got so good. Mark Cleveland, call in if you uh, want. Charbonnet, Go uh, ahead, Charbonnet, sorry. Charbonnet performed, Charbonnet performed well. I'm, I, I'm so sorry to hear at the end that he uh, he might be dinged up. Yeah. Uh, that's a – yeah. So, what do you do with that running game in Seattle, right? That's another show. That's another – that's a, like a <laughs> midday, midday stream. Uh, so, I'm looking for some tight end help, Schmitty. Um Spit it out there, Concerned. Bill. I'm there. Concerned. So, was looking for your opinion. Uh, uh-huh. Concerned. Uh, B- Bill, Bill, the, uh, what can I do for you, Bill? You know I love you. When I yell at you, Bill, I'm never, I'm never mad at you. But spit it out, young man. I know, I know. And this I'm is what sorry, you did last I'm week. It was like that... you're shopping. It was like when you call when you call somebody and you shouldn't, and you're doing ten things, and you're like, "Yeah, uh, I hold know. on a second, I gotta pack this bag. I'm at the grocery store. Okay, hold on one second. But, but Smitty, so, when uh, you yell at me, I, I, I feel so I, I feel so loved and empowered when you yell at me. So it, it's a like it's a, it's J- a thing, my like J Dog J Dog's J Dog's question was <laughs> was a well oiled machine compared to yours. But go ahead. Let's go, Bill. Let's start over. Hit me with it. All right. You've never accused me of being a well-ordered machine, my friend. Okay. So uh, my tight ends, uh, so on the waiver wire, i got to find a tight end. The, fr- uh, the first six tight ends available, I actually like the seventh tight end available. 
he's so low, far down the list, which is why I feel I can wait till uh, till Sunday to to pluck him off. How things go. The what? Um, okay. Uh, oh, pluck him! Pluck I, him! I like. I, I, I like, thought you I said like, something uh, I else. Tight end. I need a tight end plug and play for this week while my other tight ends heal, and hopefully I have Goddard and uh, McBride. Okay, and, so, uh, so Bill, please tell me the list. What are we What are we doing here? It's like pulling teeth. Uh, Cotton, Everett, Conklin. Cotton? Kraft. Cotton. Otten? Tampa Bay. Otten. Otten. Uh, cotton, yeah. Oh, Bill, it's cotton when it's cotton when Grandpa's medicine shows up at the door. Okay, Otten. Primary delivery. Bill, All right. Otten. So, uh, Who else? Yeah. Have I ever have I ever hung up on you, Bill? Would that just make your day or not? <laughs> Come on, bro. Let's go, Otten. And who else? This is painful. This is painful. I'm about to go to J Dog. Hurry, Otten. And who? Crash. Otten, Conklin, Kraft, Higby. Probably Otten, okay. but but Higby's kind of sneaky. But who's the seventh one that you okay. love? It was it was it Cotton, aka nope. Otten. Nope, nope. Right, who, Didn't get there yet, bro. Okay. Jahan Johnson, New Orleans. Jahan Johnson. Competing, <laughs> competing with Taysom Hill. I know it's a it's a I know high ceiling, low. High ceiling, low floor. Uh. You know, you're the first, you're the second person to ask about uh, Jahan, uh, Jahan Johnson this week. So l- let me just let me just pull up news on him. I know he's been, um, like banged Trending. up. <laughs> you know, Trending uh, on the banged up. Uh, almost forget he's even in the league anymore. Um, Jawan Johnson's tight end. Uh, tally seven. To answer your question, yes. You oh, hang yeah, yeah. up on me, Badger Bonner? Of course. Okay. Of course seven. Okay, so he had Absolutely. seven targets. I'll be honest. I didn't. I thought he had like two or three targets last week. He had seven targets, That's forty-five well. yards. You know, I've I don't. Been doing I mean, good. You know. I don't. I I don't hate this idea, Bill, because you have hey, Ron, a lot. Because you have a Lave out, but I probably say, how do how do you sit Otten in this scenario? Well, I don't have a. I don't have. It's a waiver wire. So yeah, but you them. you but, probably pick but, him up. I mean, but, he's he's still forty five yards, forty nine uh, yards, seventy yards in his you know two touchdowns, seventy yard game um, in week nine. At least he has three touchdowns. I I don't I, I don't want to say don't do the Juwan Johnson thing just because. Can I envision that working out with Alave out? Uh, in Rashid, uh, Shahid out, Shahid out. Yeah, yeah maybe. With Shahid out and with with Alave out, there certainly could be room for him to have like a, a one TD fifty yard game. But Otten feels safer. That's all I'm going to say. No, I, I it it's tough because the problem with the Saints is Taysom Hill has has you know blow through the ceiling or blow through the floor. There's no average. He's he's fantastic or he's non-existent. So. And that play, and that plays a part in everybody else on that offense, in my opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. All right. Hey, Bill. Appreciate you. Any yeah. any final thoughts, Bill? You know, I appreciate you. I, I'm hard on you sometimes when you drag a little bit, but like I still appreciate you, bro. You know that. Uh, I 
I do. Uh, no, I, I'm only allowed to drag because you let me drag. So. All, right. All right, Bill. Appreciate uh, you, Bill. Later. You guys. Later. All right, no, let's go I to uh, Land Lando's next. Lando. God, that was that was painful. That was painful. Yeah. God, I feel like hey, uh, I feel like exhausted after that. Uh, really quick, uh, I just wanted to shoot uh, some uh, advice if you could hit me up. Um, three flex uh, league. Uh, I have four. I didn't just hit one uh, between either Zach Moss, uh, Devin Singletary, Drake London, and Christian Watson. Thanks. London, London, and Watson. Okay, so I would probably say you got to start Moss. Got to start Moss. Moss is a is a, is a must. Um, Singletary feels very very involved in his offense. Still, I really do like him. He looks good. He looks shifty out there. I would probably sit. Man, London's got a London's got a tough matchup, and he's inconsistent, and his quarterback sucks. Yeah, so, London's with the Jets. So I'm gonna Casey. Yeah, I'm gonna roll with the. He's getting hotter. By every every game, picking things up, Watson, pretty easy call for me. Not that it can't work the work out the other way, and you, but I think you you shouldn't have regret if this doesn't work. It's it's they're fifty fifty calls, but I do think London's got way more red flags to have a bad game than Watson does. <clears throat> All right, Landon. Hey, thanks a lot. Have All a right, Lando. Lando is it Lando or Landon? Yes, Lando. Lando, Lando to the moon. Later, bro. Uh, this Thank one's you. a nine two five caller. What's your name and where are you calling from? And this is the last call of the night, and then I'll circle around the phone line. Go ahead. Who, who? Uh, this is Harry calling. Harry, Harry from, calling from Levi Stadium area. Harry from Levi Stadium. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I I just I just messed up. I I closed the phone line. I reopened it. I'm sorry. You still there? Yep, Harry okay. from the San Francisco Bay Area. Okay, Harry from San Francisco. Wow. Uh, Harry from San Fran. Okay, what can I do for you, Harry from All right. Levi Stadium? So I clinched the playoffs. I'm 11 and one. I'm wondering what I should do on my bench, uh, like stack handcuffs or look at tight end backups. And I'll tell you my team and let me know where I need to improve. All right, hey, real quick, hold on one second. Uh, 978 caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Okay. All right, no more calls. That's the last one. Uh, I'll give you a chance, pal. Uh, okay, go ahead, Harry. Hit me with your team. All right, quarterbacks got Josh Allen, Brock Purdy. Running backs, you got Bijan. I got Brees Hall. Zach Moss. Barbs. I just picked up Kenneth Gainwell as a handcuff. Receivers, we got CD, Lamb Chops. We got Stefan Diggs. We got Pittman. We got Scary Terry. We got OBJ. Tight ends, we got Dalton Schultz and Gerald Everett. And defense, I got San Francisco. Okay. It's half PPR. So can you trade? No more trades. So you want help with what, then waivers or something? Or just like uh, I guess waivers, yeah. 
what would you stack in this position? Like, I already clinched, so I'm really only optimizing for 16 and week 16 and 17. Um, I don't know. We're ways out from that. There's so many variables involved in that. I, 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 I think you start thinking too much about week 17 and week 16. You, you're not going to make it there. I think when people do that too much, when when it falls in line and everything's equal and you have some sort of week 16, week 17 advantage, I do factor that in and make that move. But I think you start planning for that, you're pl- you're you're going to be playing for second place. So I wouldn't. I would just put the best team together and don't worry about matchup. Look look at tonight. Look if you if you are worried about the Dallas Cowboys against DK Metcalf and you're planning around that. Look what DK just did. So. I I wouldn't I wouldn't think like that. I'm not a, a big advocate of that at all. I only do that when it lines up and it's an it's an accoutrement. It's an accessory to the trade. So I would I, I would say this. So Diggs and CD is fantastic. You have probably I would say one of if not the best two wide receivers there. Right, Josh Allen. You have in my opinion the number one or number two quarterback going forward by far. Is this a one QB league? Yep. Bijan is about to, we hope, go nuclear, and we're, we're banking on that. I love that. Moss is just quietly falling right into your lap to, to be a, an absolute potential gem. It's a good team. This is a really good team. I think the only thing I would be trying to do is, yes, if there's, this is Kyle Pitts, is it? Uh, or no, Pittman. Was... Pittman. Pittman, that's good. Pittman, good, good third wide receiver. Odell, we'll wipe him out. Who cares? Uh, So who's on waivers? Let's just go there. Who are the best players on waivers? Let's not worry about week sixteen, week seventeen. If it falls in line, like example, Keaton Mitchell could start gaining more and more work. That's where you start saying, "I'm going to pick up Keaton Mitchell, and I'm going to I'm going to roll with this guy." So hit hit me with uh, the waiver wire guys. Who are available? Best available. Gotcha. I mean, in terms of tight ends, we got Pat Fryermuth, good Conquo, Kraft. Okay. Wide receivers, we got Zay Jones, Guyton. We got Michael Wilson. Running backs, we got Joshua Kelly, Rico Dowdle. I mean, it's a 12-person league, so it's kind of sparse. Okay, so Rico and Muth are the only ones that even have value to me. But they're crafty. They're crafty. So who are your worst four players? Uh, in my opinion? Yeah. I mean, Gerald Everett, I just picked him up. OBJ, probably. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Gainwell doesn't really have value. Yep. It's kind of like a lottery ticket. Okay. Gainwell, Odell. Um, and... I guess Scary Terry if I had to pick. No, no, don't drop Terry. That's good. Okay, Scary, scary Terry, I'm writing up the top. You're not dropping him. Gainwell, Odell, and who was the other one? Uh, uh, Everett. Yeah, Everett. Okay, so Everett, so I would drop, let's call it, I, look, you probably could find a tight end better than Everett or equal to Everett, so I'd probably drop Everett, and I'd probably drop, maybe keep the RB just in case, I guess, I'd drop Odell. Or if you if you think Odell's got value and he'll stay healthy, I highly doubt he does. But, you know, that's okay if you want to keep Odell. Drop one of them. Gainwell's fine. And pick up Fryermuth and pick up Rico. Just because Rico does God, have, like dude. we talked about earlier on the show, someone asked him when they called in earlier, they said, does Rico have that uh, ability to become the, uh, the um, what's his face, McKinnon, the Jarek McKinnon of this year? And it was kind of a confusing way to state it because he was mainly just asking about like the final week. 
But like he, he if Pollard went down, Rico would be very doubtful. Could be a very solid player to just have on your bench. Fryermuth had double digit 100%. targets. You're so you're probably dropping Everett for sure because now you've got Fryermuth that you have um, for the lineup or to compete for the lineup. I like I like the team, bro. I think you'll be fine, but there's not much maneuvering to do. You got Schultz. I forgot you got Schultz. That's good. Yeah, Fryermuth was just dropped today, so I just saw him today. So yeah, right, there's not much to help you, you with here. I know you're similar to Jay. No offense. Uh, uh, who is it? J Dog. You don't really have much you can even do. There's not. There's not much of a question here. But pick up Rico. Pick up Muth. You what? All right, Smitty. Can I get it to the moon for good luck? Sure. To the moon. There you go. To the moon. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, J-Dog, you got a final thought here, pal? Uh, yeah. I, I guess my question to you is this is like the first year I've really tried to actively trade, like more than maybe like one trade in an entire season. And I guess for you, is there a point where you just like look at your roster and you're just like, and it's like you can still actively make a trade if you so choose to, and there might be something there and you're just like, I don't necessarily want to do that anymore. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm just like, I'm done trading now. I think I got a roster I like enough that I'm just going to ride with it, even if there is somebody who could potentially bring back more to my team. The only reason I wouldn't actively, like, look to trade would just be that I need to, I need to be careful not to give up on a player too quickly. That I, and that would be more so in my younger days. Like, believe it or not, I've done this professionally for, over I don't even know how many years it is now I want to say it's like 25 years 24 years but YouTube and video you know video it's only been like the five or six but for content I did radio for 19 straight years but so that, that's a lot of time professionally but before that I played fantasy football for a long time before that and before I became a you know self-proclaimed expert that put a lot of work in to actually warrant an expert you know everyone throws expert around and I think it it is silly to call myself. I do feel like it's silly to call myself an expert, so to speak. But there is something you earn in the business when you actually do, you know, things and, and go on certain media. You go on. I was on CBS and NBC Sports Radio for the 19 straight years, so I do feel like I have a little bit of a reason to say that. Before I became a so-called expert, my biggest weakness, bro, I was a trading Tommy. I would trade. And I still am, but I would I would predict the biggest bull prediction, and then I trade him away before week one, because I just was addicted to trading. And then I watch another team have the guy that I predicted, and that was when I first started. You know, when this we're talking like tw over twenty seven years ago or whatever. Um, and and so that you know, I would say that if you're that kind of trader, and some of you might be newer to fantasy football, it takes time to develop patience. One of the worst traits a fantasy football manager can have is having that fear of missing out on a player in a certain league and they do anything to get him. Like, like let's say we start talking A-chan up and it's too late to trade for him and he's going nuts again. The last thing in the world you should be doing is going, hey, Smitty, now that A-chan's back as the top five running back, I want to go get him. Like that is the worst thing you could do because then you're just selling the farm and you're buying a player like at the complete peak. So at at the end of the day, I'd just say, if you're controlled and patient and aware, and then you you should never ever stop looking at an offer. Like maybe you don't go shopping because you're very satisfied with your team, so you don't put in the effort. But if someone comes knocking on your door and says, "Here's a trade offer," 
you should look at it. And if you can better your team, you just hit the button. Every time you get a chance to better your team, you just hit the button. You know? It's like if someone came to you and said, I'll give you, you know, this this stock that's worth $100 for this stock that's going to be worth $120 tomorrow, you probably press the button. doesn't matter if you're satisfied with the $100 stock. You'd be like, okay, I'll take that or whatever. That's all it is, is a stock market. But I have video courses on this um, in 2024, starting on January 1. I have a, a course up there already, but on thefantasyfootballshow.com, I'm going to have a library of 50, 60, 70, I don't know how many I'm going to get up, of video courses on different things. Some of them will be trading 101. Some of them will be trading tactics. Some of them will be trading uh, negotiations. Some of them will just be the understanding of concepts of this and that, how to identify your trading partners, tactics, and tendencies, um, like weak links in your league. And then, of course, draft pick trading, all that stuff. So if you don't have a subscription, go to thefantasyfootballshow.com at least for 2024, get one in the video course section. You'll see a, a, a square image for it, and there'll be a, a plethora of them starting January 1. But always think of fantasy football like learning, bro. Like if you just sit there and do the same thing year after year, and you just, I'm I'm an 80% better than everybody else drafter, and I'm a 50% manager, and you just let it ride. You don't ever try to improve that 50%. Make that 50% at 100. Make it 90 you know, make your weakness a strength. All right, bro. Appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate all that advice. That was really great. All right, later, Jay. Good night, man. Later, Jay, dog. Um, Marsman, rock out. Any final thoughts? Yeah, would you play Jawan Johnson over Higby? Jawan Johnson over Higby. Higby only had like 28 yards and two touchdowns. But 28 yards. 28 yards, yeah. Uh, probably say, I guess, Jawan this week. It makes sense with the lack of of bodies catching footballs over there, bro. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, figure. All right, rock out All to right, the moon. Cool. Appre- appreciate you, bro. Later. Yeah. All right. Uh, Travis Rowe, any final thoughts? Um, yeah, so kid in my league dropped likely already. Um I need to pick him up. I'd have to drop either uh, Dearness Johnson, Heavy Tien, or Sam Howell, I guess, and roll with Tyler and Jordan Love if I don't get Howell back. And who's your main tight end? Would you? Um, I have Hawkins and Kincaid, but we, we can trade right up until the playoffs. Yeah, I, I don't know that I feel like likely has enough value for you to drop like Dearness Johnson. You have ETN, or I forget who you said yeah. the other the other one. I don't. I just you got two tight yeah, ends. Other one would be other one would be Howell. I have um, Tyler and Love too. Yeah, I still feel like the triple QBs is better than the triple tight ends when you talk about likely. Um, right. what did likely right. what did likely finish with last week? It was, uh, um, it was okay. He had uh, forty yards. Yeah, forty yards. Yeah. targets. He'd be okay. He's okay, but like you're yeah. not you're not going to use him over the three the two tight ends you have. No, I'd, I'd basically pick him up to trade him. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think Howell's got more trade value with the depleted de, depleted depleted quarterback, you know, situations. 
right. All right, later, Travis. That's Congrats right. on your DK explosion. All right. In order yeah, in which they... Later. Later. Knocking people off in order in which they called. The first caller was Ron Navy on the phone line, at least now. You are now the last caller. Ron, any final thoughts? No. I hope the rest of this weekend is like tonight. We need like games like tonight for the rest of the weekend for our players. That's we what sure I'm do. hoping. We sure do. Perps coming in with the 20. All right, Ron, appreciate you, bro. Uh, let us know if uh, Matthew says, was my thought process bad in sitting DK tonight? Who could have guessed yeah. that you would have that game? I'm trying to cope. Matthew, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know what your other options were. What were your alternatives? I can answer that question if you want me to actually answer it, but without the without the list of players. But, you know, th- like I said to anybody that sat anybody going against Dallas, if your options were great, there's there's no shame in thinking that DK, who had had some inconsistency, might crap the bed against Dallas. Dallas crapped the bed. DK didn't. DK was born for it tonight, but I don't know. It is what it is, but I, if you give me your, your, yeah, give me, give me your, um, your options and I'll tell you, Ron, anything else? No, bro. That's it. That's, uh, that's all I had. All right, man. Later. Appreciate you. Later. Later chat. Ron Navy, Ron Navy. All right. Phone calls are over. Uh, Dan dropping a dollar holler. Dan, appreciate you. Dan, the Grim Reacher to the moon. And Perps dropping a 20-watt. Smitty, thanks for all the great content. No, Perps, thank you for all the great super chats and comments, Perps, you absolute monster. Perps to the freaking moon, people. Alert. Super chat alert. Herps to the moon. I'll see you all tomorrow. I'm sure we'll go live before. There'll be all sorts of news and HN update and probably a probably a, a, a Charvet update, a Walker update. You know, there'll be a ton. Uh, Draven coming in hot with his my fantasy team. Um, Draven played Dak and DK. <laughs> I'm not laughing, Draven. I'm, well, I am. But I, not at you. I'm just laughing because you you make me laugh. But but Draven uh, had an awful situation. Draven just playing Dak, playing DK. Thank God you didn't play DK, Dak, and CD Lamb all three. You know, good thing you didn't play Geno's against Geno Smith. Poor Draven. Draven's heartbroken. I'll see you all later. Oh, we got two super chats that just came in. Oh no, I did those already. All right. I'll see you all later. Appreciate my $20 haulers. Perps with a $20 hauler. Ron Navy with a Dublay $20 hauler. Back to back at the beginning of the show. Uh, thank you, Nate W. Thank you, J Fam. Thank you, Paul M. Thank you, Pierce. Thank you, Little Nikki. Thank you, Christopher Garza. Thank you, Soul. Thank you, Big Dog. Appreciate you. Thank you, Matthew Miller. Thank you, Perps. Thank you, Dan the Grim Reacher. And I think uh, I was looking for who your options were. On your super chat, you were wanting wanting me to answer if you made a mistake. I don't think you. I don't think you listed it. Smitty is the Howard Stern 
of the fan of fantasy first show of its kind entertaining thank you shane i appreciate you we have a lot of baba buoys and beetlejuices and you know <laughs> they call it a new show i like to think of draven as our beetlejuice you know i like to think of draven as our little beetlejuice he's special protect him at all costs must protect draven that's why we have a. Uh, uh, a line into the, the time machine so we can go visit him at any time. Psst. Psst. Draven. Draven. I'm sorry about your team. 2024 is around the corner. And don't forget, Draven, Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. They'll double your first deposit up to $100 by using code Smitty Draven. So you can redo week 13 right now. Draft for the morning slate of games. Draft for the afternoon slate of games. Everyone get on over to Underdog. Use code Smitty and get that double $100 first deposit, Smith. <laughs> Don't use that. Use Smitty. Smitty, do it live. See you all later. Appreciate you. Live Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday. Live whenever big news breaks. Go watch my running back upload. Running backs, top 15 RBs for week number 13. I actually have it right here. I can show you. There it is. Pollard. We rank Pollard a respectable place. He might may finish a little lower than that, but this and this, you know, of course, assuming HN is gonna play. But Moster would move up if he wouldn't. Go watch this video. It's up on my YouTube right now. And it should guide you in terms of RBs. See you over there. Draven says underdog. Draven says underdog. Here. Here I come underdog. Draven's resetting. You guys can reset too. Code Smitty. Underdog Fantasy. It'll double your first deposit up to $100. Draven's going to do it and, and reclaim glory. Coach Smitty, do it live. Superfish is a Draven fan. Bill, Bill, uh, Bill the Tickler. I'm, I'm, I'm running out the door. So I, this has got to be quick. You can't do your usual. Bill, Bill, you're already doing it, Bill. You're already doing it. You're not even saying anything, Bill. You're dragging your feet. Oh, oh the damn mute button. That mute button is a son of a gun. Uh, final thoughts. Thank you, Smitty. Thanks for guiding us in the right way. Thank you so much. Ron Navy, rock out, Smitty. Thank you so much. Thank you, Bill. Love Appreciate you all. Appreciate you, Bill. Later. See you all tomorrow. We should have a lot going on tomorrow. We're live at 8 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, so tomorrow at 8 p.m., but we should be live. There'll be some sort of, you know, premiere video upload, but maybe upload and emergency breaking news live stream. I imagine there will be. See you all tomorrow. <laughs>